0: It's the Mark and Hoogie Show, featuring this week's guest, Mike Mushock of Stained and St. Sonia
1: Hey, welcome. It is the Mark and Hoogie Show and our special guest today uh, from Stained and St. Sonia We got Mike Mushok. Uh, What's going on?
2: How you guys doing?
1: Lovely Very. to see you. Uh, you would have you would have probably been out on on tour right now if it wasn't for all this covid crap that, that, yeah that, we' would, had a pretty big tour planned for uh, a big uh, a big stain tour thing
2: yeah we would have been back on the road with disturbed and actually santa sony would be out on the breaking Benjamin tour so uh oh, right. unfortunately uh yeah next year hopefully
1: yeah yeah so th- what are you filling up your days with now then because clearly I mean you, ha- you had all these plans to be out on the road what uh w- what, are you, what are you doing now then filling up
2: no sure with- i well the good thing about it is that i have 13 year old twins and you know they uh a lot of the stuff that they do is kind of back and running so uh i find myself at the barn every morning by about 7 30 for my daughter to ride horses and then uh baseball practice and games for my son so i a lot of running around with that for my wife and i and then uh i just kind of do stuff around here so you know what i mean there's uh you know, the funny thing is, for me, it's not really different. Like, if I was off the road, this is what I'd be doing anyway. <laughs> so, uh, listen, uh, it would have been nice to have worked. I mean, I was definitely looking forward to, you know, doing that tour of Disturbed and, you know, getting back and playing those Stain songs. We did some of them this fall, you know. And actually, Santa Jose had another uh, tour of uh, Europe in October planned, and that's, that's also, you know, since been moved. So, um, there's no more shows for this year
1: yeah have you um i, I know that aaron kind of mentioned that there was possibly a stained album in in the works is there any truth to that
2: uh there's some there's some music floating around you know stuff nice. going back and forth and yeah so we'll see we'll see where that ends up and uh you know like i said there's there's definitely some downtime now so there's uh there's a lot of stuff to kind of you know to to sort through See. Uh...
1: I would almost be shocked if there's any musicians out there that aren't working on new material right now because
2: <laughs> it's everybody like
3: everybody's working
2: on something. I, I know. I mean, I, I have a feeling that uh, 2021, there's going to be so many releases out there that nobody's going to know what to get and listen to, right?
4: <laughs> a lot of records and hopefully a lot of tours.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think that, I think that that, you know, listen, as long as, you know, people can get back out there. Yeah. I know I actually part owner of a, a restaurant venue in mass. And I, I know that, you know, we moved everything to next year, our shows. And I, uh, I mean, mass is saying, it sounds like until there's a vaccine, they're not going to be able to, you know, to be able to do shows. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Let's hope that the, what they're saying is true. And that, that comes sooner than later. And, you know, things open up a bit
4: i i think between that and uh just i think insurance would be a big thing too a lot of these you know uh yeah. people are, aren't going to want to insure big tours you know i mean no sure. i love touring america but uh you know it can get a little shoe happy down here and down there and you know before you know it
2: <laughs> yeah no 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 question so i mean we'll just have to wait and see i mean it's uh something that i thought i would never see you know i i keep saying uh we never realized how good we had it. It's true. You know, Absolutely. so you're,
1: you're in America, uh, the rest of San Sonia, all in Canada. I think Adam and the boys all kind of live pretty close to each other. Um, yeah. So it's, that's gotta be kind of weird that, you know, I know that they even did um, there was like that virtual tour that, that, that went on, but unfortunately you weren't able to be a part of that because again, uh, it's separated. I don't even know how that would work if you were to try to, chime in there you know
2: no right but
1: um how so how does how does it work then with with the writing process and and even the recording
2: process now is it all just kind of remote or is it always kind of it's been that way anyways i mean even you know i mean adam adam moved even when he was in the states you know moved around was in a bunch of different places and we never lived in the same, you know, same state even, you know, so, uh, it was really always, you know, sending ideas back and forth. And then once we felt we were at a certain point, you know, getting together and being able to kind of sort through those ideas and, you know, finally get into a room and play them as a band, you know? So, um, there's really, you know, those few steps that kind of lead up to ultimately getting together, and you know, playing in a room together, which to me is really, you know i mean that's the way i really like to do it you know kind of get to you can really feel the song feel where it goes i mean it's one thing to sit in front of a computer and you know it's really easy to cut and move things around and you know um but until you really get together and, and play it you know uh so i i feel like that's really the best way to you know feel where a song's going
1: how did um how did the hunted come together because i think adam told us that That was kind of you and Sully kind of got together. Like Adam kind of wasn't really involved with that, right?
2: It was. It was, uh, you know, funny. It was when Stained really stopped touring back in, uh, I don't know, 2011, I want to say it was somewhere around there. Uh, After, you know, our last record came out, I I was really kind of searching for different things to do. I went and played with Jason Newstead for a year, which was great. And I had all this music that I had written and I was really trying to figure out what to do with it. So um, I had contacted a bunch of different singers and I was, you know, trying to do that, you know, write music, give it to different singers and have guy, different guys sing on every song, the slash type of thing. You know, like I thought I think he was the first one that I knew of anyways. that kind of did that. And uh, Sully was, you know, kind of on the list of people that I wanted to do. Good friend, known him for a lot of years, uh, you know, super talented. And so we were on the road with God smack and, uh, Sully and I were working on a bunch of different things and, I kind of kid that we were close to Chicago one night and I said, listen, let's go to Johnny's place. So I hopped on his bus after the show. We woke up outside of Johnny K's studio and we spent the day and uh, Johnny and I put the music together, but you know, we made, we made some arrangement changes with Sully things that he wanted, you know, a little bit differently. And uh, we spent a really long day putting that song together. But I mean, this was years ago, you know, I mean, I want, I don't, I remember when it was 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. And so the song's been kicking. It was actually originally for supposed to be for a movie, and uh, they ended up uh, I don't know. Like the director had a friend that was a composer or something, so they didn't. They ended up not using it. Hmm. it was kind of just been sitting around, and we went to do this record. Uh, our manager really liked the song, uh, and he said, "Hey, why don't you guys try and you know do the hunted?" So um, we re-recorded it sully re-sang and i think we changed the key i think like the verse changed a little bit and we kind of just gave it a little bit of uh you know of an update and uh that's what you what you end up hearing nice
1: yeah cool man uh so we're gonna take a quick break we have uh, some would you rather questions that we're gonna come back with okay so (laughs) that's gonna be coming up in just a second it's the mark and hoogie show
0: It's the Mark and Hoogie Show.
1: Adventure Mystic is Mystic, Connecticut's premier paddle sports destination. Featuring bike, kayak, and paddleboard rentals. Sunrise, sunset, and full moon paddle events. Kayak and paddleboard lessons. Tours and private parties. Paddleboards, skateboards, snowboards, and so much more. Now shipping anywhere in North America. Order online at adventuremystic.com. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook.
0: Support The Mark and Hoogie Show by purchasing your very own Mark and Hoogie Show merch. Shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, and even flip-flops. You know you want to walk all over them, just like their kids do. So head over to the merch page at themarkandhoogieshow.com today. SIT Strings
1: is celebrating 40 years. We believe that great tone starts with great strings. Manufactured in Akron, Ohio, we're a small but mighty company made up of guitar players, bass players, fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, country music fans, metalheads, 80s rockers, and even the occasional jam band guy. Visit us online at
4: sitstrings.com. The meanest beard products in the world here and i gotta tell you i've been utilizing the meanest beard product in the world for some time right now it's helped my beard come in full luscious and well what more can i say save 15 percent using the meanest beard discount code mb15mh find us on the web at meanbeardco.com
0: Why leave the house to go shopping when you can buy from your couch? BuyFromYourCouch.com strives to give their customers unique quality products and service at the absolute best price. Choose from one of their fashionable and washable masks and keep yourself and others safe. Plus, check out their top quality shirts, bar supplies, and more. Just visit BuyFromYourCouch.com.
1: Conquer Rides & Rods, Canada's largest aftermarket V-twin parts retailer for Harley-Davidson and Indian motorcycles. We also carry the latest biker clothing lines and accessories. Free Canadian shipping on orders over $50. Meeting or beating all Canadian online pricing. Check out Conquer.ca. That's Conquer with a K. Instagram at Conquer Rides and Rods.
0: Support the Mark and Hoogie Show by purchasing your very own Mark and Hoogie Show merch. Shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, and even flip-flops. You know you want to walk all over them, just like their kids do. So head over to the merch page at themarkandhoogieshow.com today.
1: Guitar gifts for you. A personalized guitar strap. They're embroidered, affordable, and professional-looking for that electric, acoustic, classical, or even bass guitar player. All guitar straps sold are genuine Levee's products. And they're all fully adjustable. GuitarGiftsForYou.com That's Guitar Gifts, the number four, the letter U.com.
0: Visit us online at com.
4: Hey, welcome back to The Mark and Hoogie Show. Uh, we got Would You Rather, uh, Mike Mushock edition. So Mike, uh would you rather pretty simple, we're going to ask you uh, a question, and it has two options and uh, you let us know what you're thinking. Oh, so boy. uh I'm going to start off uh would you rather eat a box of dry spaghetti or two cups of uncooked rice? It's the same thing. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Is it though?
2: I don't know. I mean I mm, dry spaghetti or uncooked rice. I mean, it's just dried up pasta. Oh uh, <laughs> no, I. That's a lot of rice. Two cups? It is a lot of rice. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't so it, I'll go pasta. You talked me into it. Okay. All right.
4: I thought the rice might be easier because it's smaller. But you doesn't it, it expands as it, you know, in your belly? Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah. I don't
2: need any more expansion down there. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: would you rather lose all the money that you've made this year or all the memories that you've gained? <laughs>
2: probably money that i made this year you know i mean there's you know yeah i've got to keep some of those uh, quarantine memories yeah
4: yeah <laughs>
2: okay. this just means nothing i'm not gonna lose it so it doesn't matter <laughs> 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 all
4: right so would you rather uh hit every uh, uh, sorry would you rather have all green traffic lights as you approach to them or would you rather uh never stand in a line again I'd go with a line. Yeah. Especially now.
2: Well, uh, Never mind. Now I'm going to tell you right before this thing, we actually, we actually made it to a, a universal right before everything ended. And we spent one day at Disney and I waited the longest I've ever waited in my life. It was over three hours in a line to get on the thing. And I've so if there's if there's a way to avoid lines, I would. Yeah, I considered a traffic light for a minute, but some of those lines,
4: I mean, oh, they're I, outrageous. We were yeah. there at the beginning of February, and same thing. It's like, yeah, yeah still, that's when we were there. It was, it was packed. We were probably there the same day. <laughs> we were. I actually, I saw you. I don't. I didn't want to <laughs>
5: Totally. We, all, yeah. we
4: all do it. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> great. Hoog- no,
5: don't run the other way.
4: Hoogie's coming over again. He's yeah. got to drop something off. <laughs> I'm rigging, rigging my doorbell. and make like, everybody hide.
2: Don't even right. <laughs> do look the window. Lights
4: Turn off. Don't lights move. <laughs> mark I, I brought you a beer <laughs> oh that kid
3: yeah oh hey
4: man how you been <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: would you rather always be able to tell when someone's lying or be able to lie without anyone ever knowing
2: tell when someone's lying
1: yeah
4: okay yeah <laughs> i agree uh, uh, would you rather only have a horrible corrupt government or no government at all
2: Oh, jeez. I don't know. I feel like you need something, don't you? I don't know. Um, I mean, there's no government at all. I feel like... But, you know, I feel like it's pretty corrupt anyway, so why don't we just keep it the way it is? All
1: Stick with the enemy you know, right? I guess. Uh, instead of the unknown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and would you rather... Have the world taken over by robots or by aliens? <sighs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> robots. Yeah. Why? Now I'm just yeah. curious why. <laughs> I have no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> all those movies with aliens—they come down, they just—they kill us all. True.
1: Yeah, like I feel like you could at least somehow probably kill a robot. You know?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you would think.
1: Disconnect some wires and
4: I'd be all right. There's a few good aliens. I mean, yeah, you know, e- e- E-T. ET ET was good. Cool. Yeah, he was Mac cool. And, Mac and me. Yeah, Mac, I was just saying Mac and me. Mark, Mark and Mindy, Nanu Nanu. You oh, know?
2: Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
4: Yeah. There you go. You can't decide what aliens are coming to,
1: to Earth though to take <laughs> over. No, right, you know, right. Unfortunately. All right. Well, there you go. Would you rather the Mike Mushok edition here on the Mark and Hoogie show? All right. We are going to come back. We're going to uh, do some viewer questions, some viewer and listener questions. We have people sending questions and uh, you'll be able to answer. All right. It's Mike Mushok of Stained and Santa Sonia joining us on the Mark and Hoogie show.
0: Visit us online at themarkandhoogieshow.com.
1: Rev Amplification is committed to innovation, tone, and service. Check out the new Alpha Series, the all-new G20 and D20, as well as our great line of pedals. The plan from the start with the G-Series pedals was to recreate the tone of our amplifiers. You can pick that up in one of the three options, the G2, G3, and G4 pedals, and they're available today over at RevAmplification.com.
0: Support the Mark and Hoogie Show by purchasing your very own Mark and Hoogie Show merch. Shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs and even flip-flops. You know you want to walk all over them, just like their kids do. So head over to the merch page at themarkandhoogieshow.com today.
1: Prestige Guitars. We manufacture both solid and semi-hollow body electric guitars, bass guitars, and acoustics using only the top components. Whether you're on stage, in the studio, or at home, Prestige Guitars will ensure that you sound, feel, and look the best each and every time you pick it up. Check out our new
4: custom shop online at PrestigeGuitars.com Besttronics Pro Audio, providing high-end and durable audio cables for the professional musician. All cables are custom made to order and manufactured right in the USA using premium components. Check out our custom pedal board and rack builds. Visit Best-Tronics.com and don't forget to follow us on our socials.
1: Homegrown Boone's Bourbon, founded by American singer-songwriter Tyler Boone from the Stripe Pig Distillery in Charleston, South Carolina. It's 117% proof, 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% barley. True American-made bourbon, aged in brand-new American white oak charred barrels. Order a bottle online today. DrinkboonsBourbon.com Will soon be available in Edmonton, Canada, and in Europe.
5: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Adam Gauthier from St. Esonia and you're watching the Mark and Hoogie Show.
1: Hey, it's the Mark and Hoogie Show, and we got Mike Mushok of Stain and St. Sonia joining us today, and it's time for you guys to ask some questions. Uh, we've had some questions that were sent in, so uh, are you ready? I, I hope you're ready, Mike. Sure. Some of these are tough ones. We got Uh-oh. some good ones for you. I studied. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Our first question for Mike Mushok. Hey,
3: Mike, what's up? This is Kikasso. Um. What's the biggest difference between a singer like Adam and a singer like Aaron uh, in two of the bands that you're in? Big fan. What's the biggest difference?
2: I don't know. I got to say that I actually feel very fortunate to be playing with both of those guys because I think that they are two of the best singers out there. Um, You know, I mean, that's why I really... when I first heard Aaron sing back in 94. I was like where have you been? I mean, I just, I heard him as blown away. I just thought he had such an, an amazing voice. Um, and you know, we did a lot of tours with three days grace and I thought the same thing. I'd sit on the side of the stage and watch those guys and, you know, th- saw, thought the same thing about Adam. You know what I mean? They're just two really talented, talented guys with, you know, great voices. And, uh, I feel fortunate with both of them. So, uh, biggest difference though, I don't know. Um, I mean, they're definitely they're definitely different people. I mean, different personalities. You know what I mean? Um, what what
4: about what about when it comes to like? writing with them and stuff like that. How, how, how different do the experiences, you know, what do you take away from those experiences uh, writing with Aaron compared to writing with Adam?
2: No, sure. I mean, Aaron always, you know, if he likes something, he's got to put a mark on it. We have to, you know, change things. So There'll be a lot more. I feel like I do a lot more changing, like, musically with that. And a lot of times with Adam, he'll he'll kind of, like, take what I have and just be cool with it for the most part. You know, yep. I think that's probably the biggest difference. I. Um, uh, but it's the same kind of thing. I mean, I just feel like my job with either of those guys is to be able to write something that they're going to be excited about and want to sing over, you know, mm-hmm. and that doesn't necessarily mean it's something that I, it is my favorite either. There's a lot of times that I've written something. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is great. And like, yeah, I don't hear it. So you know what I mean? Those are, you know, I used to get upset over that years ago, but now I'm like, okay. So that's why I feel like I just got to, you know, write a lot of things for, you know, try to get everybody on board with what's going on
4: nice yeah.
1: alright cool let's go to our second question
3: I've got two questions from the great state of Louisiana for Mike Mushok the first one is simply why 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 are there so many different tunings so many tunings. Couldn't you just pick one and write all the songs in one tuning? Why did you have to make up so many different tunings? You have to carry so many guitars on the road. So much maintenance. So that's my first question is just why? <laughs> the second question is I'd like to know out of all the guitar techs you ever had in your whole career. Oh, boy. Which, uh, which one was the, the most handsome, intelligent, articulate, <laughs> uh, great sense of humor, fun to be around, uh, good at his job, great work ethic, um, dependable. Uh, that also happened to be from the state of Louisiana and is a big Cubs fan, say. I'd like to know. Of all the techs you ever had, which one of them fits that? I feel like this. Is, this is a setup. I miss you, buddy. the The tech one's easy. I mean, the best
2: tech ever. Everybody knows is Takumi.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
2: it's true, <he> says. <laughs>
4: you've had some legends work for you i yeah,
0: mean no.
2: I, I figured i had to go with that i couldn't i couldn't name you and i couldn't name swampy there's no way so i gotta you know what i mean i gotta you know reach outside the box well,
4: there well uh, like if for those who are tuning in uh swampy was was mike's tech for years uh uh and when he departed he actually brought me in and uh yeah. trained yeah. me for the gig and I, I learned so much from that guy watching uh, him night after night him and uh, you guys had grady champion out with you at the time yeah, was, uh, yeah. Yeah. i was i was so young then 25 and uh i mean i i, I appreciate everything i've learned from those guys and, and experience you know sure. life experience and, I-
2: and listen and it i as as swampy was saying it's not an, it's not an easy gig there were a lot of tunings and and the why is i i'd want to play this and the only way that i could do is by tuning a string a certain way and i would just write a song based upon how i Uh, wanted that to play, and i wanted an open string to do it and then next thing i know there's you know 24 different tunings and i'm going
4: it's it's actually 25 i have the list (laughs) but if you
2: (laughs) i I i do have to say i have settled in on one i've i've had one since i mean I think the last stained record kind of settled in on one, and I pretty much used that one, and I, I've stuck to it because I'm. I hated not being able, like, fly dates were just like I have so many guitars, and we're like, yeah. how are we gonna play these songs? So I gotta, and you have to figure out a set based upon how you can tune a guitar to be yeah. able to play it, and so I, uh, it made things really difficult for everybody involved. And even though when you just change it now, the intonation's not right, and it can still sound out of tune, and it was like nightmare so I,
4: go ahead i remember when i started with you we didn't have vaults in and it was all trunks and and single guitar cases and it was literally 25 instruments yeah pulling out of a case putting it in into every night that was that was a good half an hour on the load in and load out every night
2: i remember yeah. i had i fill in once and uh <sighs> I mean, I think the second song he hit handed me a guitar to tune it. I think every guitar after that was, it was the wrong tuning. I mean, he'd literally hand me a guitar. I hit mute on the tuner and I would tune it to what it needed to be. And I turned around and and there was just like on a road case where just guitars stacked on each other because you didn't know what to do with them or what was going on. Yeah. So- Needless to say that was his one and only gig, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it can be overwhelming. You know what I mean? I'm sure, especially if you don't, you know, and it's real easy to make a mistake, you know, it's not, um, so anyways, the why is, like I said, it was just really kind of, I mean, when I'd write something, I would want a certain sound or a certain chord or a certain note. And if I wanted it to be an, an open sound where I could play all the strings of a chord and that's. That's what I would do. Um, And honestly, as you said, I've been really lucky. I've had some great techs. I mean, you know, you're always did a great job. Welcome back. anytime. I would love to have you swampy. Same thing. He was great. And uh, both you guys have been. uh, Yeah, I was real, real fortunate because, you know, when you go out there and you're not worried about getting that guitar that's out of tune and you can actually just go play and not be like, oh, shit is is this going to be right and you go to hit that string that you know had to be changed and you're like nope it's not right you know what i mean when you don't have that and you can just rely on being able to play and not think about those other things and know that you're going to hit some of those weird open chords and it's going to sound in tune that that's you know that's uh invaluable for sure so uh, both you guys are great for that
4: the nice thing i liked about working with you too is is you you communicated you know if there was something with a guitar even like at the end of that song, hey, check this, or hey, you know, like you yeah. compared to most musicians, you always communicated with your guys in in what what you wanted. Some guys just ah, this sucks i can't take it. Okay. What what is this? What yeah. you know, but What's but but mean? You yeah, know, no, I, I've never seen you lose your cool or anything on deck with with any of the shows that, you know, watching other guys, you know, do it or, you know, that that's one thing I must say that uh, working with you, I, I, I can take away is is you were out of all the guys, you know, hit you. Eric Bass is another one like that. Uh, you know, you're easy to communicate in, in regards to what you wanted on deck. Sure. Cool.
1: All right, let's go to our next question.
5: Hey. Matthias and Hoogie, it's Red Cup Jeff once again. I got a question for Mike Mushok. You worked with some legendary singers like Aaron Lewis of Stained or Instained, Jason Newstead in Newstead, and Adam Goche and Saint Asonia. Those are some legendary bands. But what I want to know: Does pineapple really belong on pizza? Is it really? I want to know your answer. And I'm looking forward to hearing it. Please. We want to know. Till next time. Thanks again.
4: Jeff, back again for another (laughs) question. My dad. (laughs) (laughs) dad. I (laughs) I don't know. What do you think, Matthias? Yeah, the guy never gets my name right. And I'm just, I'm done it's been a different name every week right jeff's been on every show jeff asks us a question for for every artist and uh well this week does That's pineapple good. belong on pizza
2: i mean not in my and not in my world you know what i mean It's all meet yeah.
4: all the time a little thing i could tell you about the whole pineapple on pizza it was invented in my city chatham look it up on the line okay. on the line on, on the, the line, line. look yeah. it up on the line
2: <laughs> okay okay wow You're responsible for ruining pizza, (laughs) (laughs) stupid Canadians.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not me, not me.
2: (laughs) I mean, honestly, the first time I had it, I I thought it was, it's actually, it's not, it's not terrible. It's not bad. If you have that, you know, what is it? Ham and pineapple they put on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not bad. But I mean, I I never, I never order pineapple on it. If it's there, I mean, look at, honestly, everybody says, oh, (laughs) Pizza, that pizza sucks. Like, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely degrees, but no pizza's ever sucked for me. It's always just something I really like, no matter pretty much whatever
4: is on it. I miss after show pizza. Yeah. You go back to the bus, and there was—I don't care—every yeah, four yeah. nights out of the week, there was after-show pizza kicking yeah. around. You're like, and oh. I could
2: eat it every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: Should you not know, Well, it's it's di- it's different everywhere you go. Uh, you know, across the country. Well, right, it because is. it's
1: it's probably just the local pizza place, right? And every yeah city makes pizza different. Yes. Yeah. 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 I like donuts. I, I would ask for donuts.
4: Don't. <laughs>
2: i don't know <laughs> by, by the end of the tour you'd be wearing a muumuu because you wouldn't fit into anything else <laughs> my my
1: my goal in life is to get diabetes and wear a muumuu
2: there that's, you go a, Wash there you yourself go. with a rag that's on a stick kind of, yeah
1: <laughs> all right and um our last question is actually a two-part question so i think you'll know this person who's asking this question as well Uh-oh.
5: Oh, hey, Mike. What's up, buddy? It's Adam here. Of course. Uh, I got a couple questions for you. First one, I would like to know, between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Boston Bruins, I would like to know how it feels to know that the Maple Leafs will be and are the better team this year. How does that feel? That's my first question. (coughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> um, We'll check the records on that one and see where the Bruins are. Okay, because last I checked, they had the best record in hockey. So, I <laughs> uh, we'll see where that ends up. But I think that uh, we just have to look at what happened last year. Like, every year, when it comes to the Bruins and the Maple Leafs, who ends up winning? Yeah, <laughs> Bruins, <laughs> right? So... Adam has this thing where, uh, you know, between the the Blue Jays and the Red Sox and the Bruins and the Maple Leafs, you know, we have this uh, very nice uh, little rivalry that goes on. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. All right. And then uh, it was a two-part question, so here's part number
5: two. Okay. And my uh, second question for you is, I mean, I might already know the answer to this, but uh, I would like to know what your favorite song, from, uh, flawed design, the new Saint Asonia record. What's your favorite song on the record uh, to play, uh, whether it's live or just sitting down with a guitar? What's your favorite riff? I guess from flawed design, your favorite thing to play. Actually, you know, there's
2: there's actually a couple. I I like uh, August Day riff is is pretty cool. It's pretty heavy, and I like Justify. I think is is fun for me to. To play, kind of like a mid-tempo groovy kind of thing. So I like those too.
1: Are there any songs that you're almost kind of you, you don't want to play
2: anymore? You're just kind of like, oh, I gotta play this song again. <laughs> L- listen, that that usually means that the song people want to hear it. Right, so yeah. <laughs> I don't get that way. You know what I mean? Like I remember there was a time where Aaron's like, oh my God, I don't want to play. It's been a while or outside ever. I'm like, really? You know, I don't play Mudshell ever again. I'm like, well, I mean, we kind of have to. And it gets like <laughs> yeah. the best response to the evening. So I think that uh, we should.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: you know, But I mean, yeah. there are people, you know, there are, you know, there are times that it's never, it's never bothered me. It's not, that's never bothered me at all. I, in fact, I look forward to a lot of times those, those points in the evening as well.
1: Well, and there's nothing worse than going to see a band that you love. And then it's like, they didn't play favorite hey, the songs i want like you know the so i'm like come on the black crows were notorious for doing that right and they just would just do like 20 30 minute jam sessions jam. and like right not play like hard to handle or...
2: you're like listen guys i know you're great musicians i know you can jam yeah. but please can you play you know <laughs> talk to angels <laughs> oh, <Yeah. my> <laughs> you yeah. know
5: yeah
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah i got you i hear you
1: Awesome. Well, there you go. Some questions answered by the one and only Mike Mooshak. All right. Uh, We're going to wrap up with you in just a couple minutes here on The Mark and Hoogie Show.
0: Visit us online at themarkandhoogieshow.com.
1: DeanBlundell.com is Canada's premier blog and podcast network. Our unique group of broadcasters, athletes, writers, and production specialists cover platforms that range from music, sports, radio and television, marketing, self-help, and even comedy. 11 podcasts, over 20 bloggers. Pure content madness. Check it out for yourself at DeanBlundell.com.
0: Support The Mark and Hoogie Show by purchasing your very own Mark and Hoogie Show merch. Shirts, hoodies, hats, coffee mugs, and even flip-flops. You know you want to walk all over them, just like their kids do. So head over to the merch page at themarkandhoogieshow.com today.
1: Hey everybody, David Ellison here. You are listening to and watching The Mark and Hoogie Show.
0: Hey, we're back. It's The
1: Mark and Hoogie Show with Mike Mushog of St. Sonia and Stained. Uh, Get their latest album, the latest St. Asonia album, flawed Design. It is available right now and uh you're you're a busy man mike uh you know i i, I gotta say you know what i really enjoy is the uh, you do those like uh, vr sessions or it's kind of like a
2: 360 camera it is. Yeah. 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 That's kind of cool. We've been able to do some, some cool stuff. I think I was real happy when we were, when we were back on the road to the St. and touring with Cedar, uh, we were able to get Sean together and Adam and Sean uh, played and Corey, you know, played and we did a couple of shows that way. And actually it was, Corey called me yesterday and we were just kind of reminiscing and I was just, we, uh, we put out a version that we had done of Passenger by uh, the Deftones that we did acoustically yeah. that we did at a show. And I think we put that out. Um, there's a version that we did Aaron when we did, what did one of Aaron's uh, benefits was Sully and Aaron. And we did uh, an acoustic version of uh, Crawling, you know, kind of a tribute to Chester. Um, yeah. There's yeah. a bunch of different stuff up there that we've done. We've done. Dave Matthews concert, we did a Hailstorm concert, um, Evanescence. Uh, and, you know, what I like to do is just kind of get a bunch of friends together and, and everybody picks up different covers. And so there's, uh, there's a lot of cool stuff up on uh, the VRSessions.com or our YouTube channel. Um, you can find uh, a bunch of it and uh, check some of that stuff out. And, you know, we're just always trying to look for content and try to put it together. It's it's tough now with the shows, you know, not being around. And uh, <clears throat> we also do it from, I have that uh, venue at Foxborough outside of Gillette Stadium called the Six String Grill and Stage. And we do uh, a VIP room. So we'll do it there when artists come in. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we do, there's country stuff. You know, we did low cash out of there. Um Couple other artists, uh, Parmalee did did one there. So you know, I try when bands come in, we try to give them the opportunity to you know to do one of those, and uh, we do giveaways for that, and you know put those out as well. So it's really just trying to get the content and you know get some cool experience. I mean, it's what's cool about it is it kind of puts you the way we do it is campfire style around the camera. So it's like the, every as you turn your head, you're kind of surrounded by all the artists, and it's like they're playing to you. Right. You know, so it's a lot of fun. Which
1: you may you know you may have been ahead of the game because I, I'm here and that's kind of the way things may be going now without touring is a lot of the VR shows where a band would say, you know, go into a production studio or, you know, and, and,
2: and we, we've been talking to some people about yeah. doing some stuff, you know what I mean? it's yeah. just, uh... Yeah, it's really, it'd be great if we could, you know, I mean, listen, what well, would be great to be back out on the road and working, right. but, if, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, short of that, I mean, it's, it's good for us to try and be able to try and capture some of this content and, you know, put out some of these kind of cool experiences for people. Yeah, nice. absolutely.
1: Well, yeah. cool, man. So again, uh, yeah, go check it out. Uh, you see the link there or you can go to the VR sessions.com as well. And uh, check out some of those cool videos. Appreciate you joining us, dude. Thank,
2: Thank you, you guys. It yeah, it was good catching up. Good seeing you.
1: Absolutely, it's the Mark and Hoogie Show, and thanks to our guest Mike Mushak today.
0: The Mark and Hoogie Show. Visit us online at the Mark